Welcome to Not A Race, Episode 1, Saudi Arabia. Hello everyone, welcome to this special edition episode of Not A Game. This is Not A Race, where we talk Not about a race. Formula 1 stuff. I'm joined by Sean and Rohan, the other Rohan. For those of you who don't know me, I'm the other Rohan. I'm Sean's younger brother. Uh, I'm also the editor-in-chief for Not A Game, LLC, uh, whatever beeps. All podcasts under the umbrella. Yeah, whatever Always beeps, burps, sounds you hear, that's probably me. Um, intentionally or unintentionally caused by some of the people on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, this is a special edition podcast, which we'll do before every race of the, of the, week, of the season. And uh, we actually did one before the Bahrain Grand Prix under my uh, podcast, Hold Down the Fort. But Sean has stolen me and this idea under the Not A Game Umbrella. <laughs> awesome yep. takeover. Welcome to the Umbrella, baby. Thank you. Happy to be here. So yeah, let's get started. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the race that happened uh, before the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. The Bahrain Grand Prix, the season opener. Um, new regs. Changes from the uh, from the previous season, um, got you know some interesting things that happened. Leclerc DNF, Oscar Piastri DNF. Uh, Rowan, what are your thoughts on the race? Um, yeah, I think like we all expected, uh, Red Bull and Max Verstappen were dominant. Uh, they were like forty seconds ahead of everybody else, or something 40 like seconds. that. Forty seconds. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, they like basically like from the jump, like they were just clear, clear and free, and didn't really have to do anything. They just they just raced, not to do no overtakes, no no nothing, no crazy strategy. Um, they were just zooming. In fact, um, I saw I saw a TikTok where Max's race engineer was like, "All right, guys, slow down. There's no need to like go at full pace, like save the engines, like." No yeah. need to, no need to, just relax. So. Yeah, so clearly they were just, they were just, you know, well and ahead of everybody else. Um, I think the, the nice surprise of the race was Aston Martin's race pace. Uh, you know, we had, we saw in testing and in qualifying, they put in the occasional nice laps and good times, but their, their race pace was pretty strong. Fernando got a podium. So they're um, new, right? They're a new team this year. No, they've been around for a while um, under a couple different names, like Racing yeah. Point was one. Um, they were Aston Martin last season and as well the season before. Um, but yeah, Lance, it's it's owned by uh, Lauren Stroll, and Lance Stroll, yeah. his son, is one of the drivers. who has been around been around for a while. Um, and then this year they added Fernando Alonso. Um, this is Vijay Mahia's team. Yeah, so Vijay Mahia uh, bought. Um, yeah. Like no, sorry. So Lauren Stroll bought the the racing company Vijay Malia owned previously because he was going through all this like financial stuff, and then Lawrence like took over the team. But Lance as a driver, and now it's called nepotism. Nepotism. That's what it's nepotism. called. Nepotism. Yeah. Um, but Lance Lance raced pretty well on uh, last on last race. Um, surprisingly, he has like two bolts in his uh, hand, and is having a tough time ra- turning the wheel and still finish like sixth or something like that. Yeah, no, good performance overall. I don't rate Lance as a very, uh, very highly as a driver, but he kind of proved me wrong. So good for him, you know, for recovering from his injury. Uh, yeah, McLaren. I was think in our last good. pod, you were you were uh, yeah, yeah. very down on Lance Stroll. You're very. I, tough I on still him. am, honestly. I'm not a big fan of nepotism, but uh, uh but uh, McLaren uh probably 
going to be one of the worst teams this year. I did say in a or hold down the fourth episode that I predict they're going to be fourth ranked overall at the end of the season. Um, still could be a possibility. They have a big upgrade package coming in uh, in like <laughs> over the next few races, and Rowan is violently shaking his head in disagreement. But you never know. He got to back the boys from Woking. You know, you never know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I I think uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, I think they look definitely way worse than you know, like Ferrari, Mercedes, Aston. Um, they looked worse than you know, like even Alfa Romeo um and and Red Bull obviously I, I think they're in for a bottom tier finish this season so what um, happened with Leclerc last race he didn't finish he had some uh technical difficulties um his energy store I believe it is um in his, his car electronics yeah control electronics um he uh went through one uh pre-race um they had to change it after qualifying and then the one they had put in uh for the race also failed um and you're only allowed two for the season. Um, and they went through two in one weekend. So um, they're in for a lot of grid penalties, uh, replacing that part throughout the season. Yeah, so going into the next race, they, uh, Leclerc is taking a grid penalty. Uh, Rowan, what is it, 10 places or five places? 10 places. 10 place grid penalty. You know, taking a grid penalty this early on in the season is definitely not a good, uh, not a good sign for a Ferrari season. But do we think Leclerc can bounce back from this? I don't know. I don't think the car is fast enough on, you know, every track to compete with the Red Bull. Um, I think, like, it's kind of like uh, Leclerc's, like, in the second place battle again between uh, him, Checo, uh, Sainz, if we can, you know, if Sainz can put together some consistent performances and even Fernando Alonso this season. Um and doesn't bode well for that second place battle um, that he's already taking some some grid penalty points and, and things like that. Yeah, all right. I kind of wanted to talk about that Aston Martin. Uh, some rumors going around that uh, Lawrence Stroll is putting, pulling some dirty tactics. Uh, uh, Sean, for reference, uh, Lawrence Stroll was in some troubled waters uh, a few seasons ago. Um, you know, when, when Racing Point was still a thing, um, they they were uh, what was it called they were accused of stealing uh, or basically plagiarizing one of the Mercedes older cars from previous seasons, and that's how uh, you know they were able to perform so well. Like basically, but why you know, is that bad? Like if it's if the engine works a better way X way, right? Like and they just like recreate it on their own engine. Like I feel like that should be chill, right? Like you're not like reinventing the wheel, right? Like the wheel is still the wheel. So it's a, so it's a little different than than that. So specifically to the engine, Aston Martin buys their engines from Mercedes anyway. But specifically to Formula One, the way that the sport works, like is the that car each, design, it's each the car design, the, okay. the car design, the way that the sides, the side pods, the underfloor, the suspension, and whatever. That's how you create like the aerodynamic effects to make the car faster? Because it's more than just the engine. It's how it performs in the corners. How it performs, you know, on the straightaways. And like you know the, how the DRS affects it with the airflow and everything like that. Exactly. Um, so that's like the ingenuity part of Formula One, and that all these engineers and designers put into the cars. Yeah. So what what Racing Point and what Lawrence Stroll has been accused of in the past is copying one of the older Mercedes cars that performed really well, that dominated the season, and kind of just copy pasting that design into one of their cars. Now, it looks like you know the the old dog 
you know, is learning some the learning some new tricks. You know, same thing is happening with the new Red Bull car. Uh, sorry, with the new Aston Martin car with the old Red Bull car from last season. They're saying it looks very very similar to the Red Bull car that won two championships last year. So, Ron, do we think that you know Lauren Stroll is uh, you know doing some dirty tactics again, repeating his old ways? Uh, they definitely did that. That's definitely what they did. There was that one weekend last year where Aston came in with a whole new big package upgrade, um, and the car looked a carbon copy of last year's Red Bull car. I think everyone was calling it the Green Red Bull um, or the Green Bull. Um, and then they, you know, made some tweaks and adjustments in the off season to really optimize that performance. Um, so it's basically Red Bull's car from last year with the Mercedes engine, um, and. You know, that's that's essentially what they did. But Red Bull had their same car last year and improved upon it more. So I don't think it's enough to, you know, win in the constructors or anything like that. But it was definitely enough to give them a leap forward over a lot of the competition because obviously that Red Bull car last year was was the winner. Yeah, I mean, Aston was, they finished, what, 7th or 8th in the constructor standings yeah. last year. And now Fernando Alonso has a podium in his first race, first race and Lance Stroll finished 6th. So they are trying to be a top five finishing team from finishing in the bottom half. So, I mean, this yeah. can this can change the sport in a lot of ways. And you know, you get a lot of funding from finishing one place higher than you did last year, let alone five or four or five places. So, definitely yeah. you know, something to look for uh, as the season goes on. But I, now let's uh, talk about the race that's coming up uh, on Sunday, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Place Saudi Arabia. This is where you put like the belly dancing music in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Saudi Arabia, Grand Prix. Um, interesting track. Uh, it's a new track uh, for most of the drivers. I think this is its second year on the calendar. Um, very, very high speed, dangerous track. Lot, a lot of, you know, there's a very small window for error. Um, oh, sorry, large window for error. Very easy to make mistakes. Um, we saw who, who we saw Mick Schumacher crash there last year. We saw yeah. multiple people spin. Um, and we saw Max Verstappen break check uh, Lewis Hamilton on the start finish straight. That was that was two years ago, I believe. Yeah, at this track. Yeah, um, yeah. This is it's a very it's a street circuit. Um, it's like very very high speed, very tight corners, a lot of room for error, um, and yeah, error at high speeds. Um, yeah. So it was. It's been two years of very interesting races at this track. Do we um, think Max is gonna just run away with it again? Um, I hate to say it, but I think so. Um, there is a lot of places for overtaking and and some high speed. So if you know, I I think it's probably either either Fernando or Leclerc that can challenge, um, and if they can get it right. They, they can potentially, you know, challenge him for that top spot, especially if, if one of them can just put it in a, a stellar lap in qualifying um, and strong pull. Um, I think strong odds are that that Max wins and, and Red Bull wins this weekend. Yeah, I don't really have much of a much of a difference prediction here. I definitely think, you know, Max is um, the, the favorite to get pulled and to win on Sunday. Um, I do think that everything else is up for grabs for the rest of the grid. Um, I think Checo finishes in one of the podium places and the other spot, you know, is up to the Ferrari, the Aston drivers to kind of fight for. But yeah, in terms of kind of our losers for, for this weekend, I think um, 
I definitely think Alphatari, Williams, McLaren are, are definitely going to be fighting away for those bottom places and even for fringe points. Um, Alpine is a team that's interesting because it kind of just looked like a very average team. I don't mm-hmm. think they had a great offseason and a preseason testing. So definitely, you know, interesting to see what happens over the next few races, what data they get and what upgrades they bring on for, for the next few weekends. But yeah, I definitely see them as an average finishing team. Um, but yeah, any any bold predictions, Rohan and Sean? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think Alpine, uh, that, that you were bringing it up, um, you know, Gasly did recover well to finish ninth, I believe, last weekend. Um, and I think they can really come into their own with the car. I think Ocon's race really got messed up last weekend with like the two minutes of penalties that he had. That was so um, much. You have to be so undisciplined to get two minutes worth of penalties. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was like, that was crazy, his penalties. Um, so I think potentially, um, you know, this could be a better weekend for them. Um, I think their car does have some good top speed and this is a, a high speed track. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and I think I think it's probably a better weekend for Mercedes as well. Um, this track really s- suits their car better, um, from my understanding. It's like a it's like a front loaded track where a lot of the the emphasis is on like the front of the car versus a rear loaded track, which which last weekend was, um, and that suits their car a bit better. Um, so hopefully, you know, that gives them a chance to to fight for points. Um, and, and the potential podium a bit better than, than last weekend. They really looked like sitting ducks last weekend. Um, and yeah, um, I think I think nothing super bold. I think Red Bull. I think I think Max runs away with it and wins. Um, but I think I think maybe Checo falls out of a, the podiums, um, and and that's where Fernando, Lewis, George, uh, Lance Stroll, even, um, and McLaren signs can can challenge for something. Sean, yeah. what about you? Ron kind of like, after when he started like naming all the names, he kind of took away all my predictions. But I was going to say Lewis, top four prediction. I think he's going to beat one of the Spanish guys, Alonso or Sainz. Um, wow. I think Perez is going to, I think Perez is locked in for the number two behind Verstappen. Um, but I can also see Gasly on the Alpines kind of making a jump into the top five, top six conversation. And you know, it's a street race. You never know what's going to happen. You know, one bang there, one bang there, you're out of the race. And, you know, the Alpine is rushing to the top. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Verstappen, the Dutchman, is going to be flying through the favelas of Bahrain. All right, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, my, my only, like, prediction, I, I think uh, Kevin Magnussen is getting points this, this weekend. I think, you know, his, oh, really? style, his aggressive driving style is suited to this track. And you know, I think the the flying Danishman will will score some points in Jeddah this weekend. I actually just thought of another another potential prediction. I I think there's a chance for a Williams double points. Wow. Um, that Williams car did have a lot of top speed, um, and you know, Albon and Logan Sargent looked pretty impressive last weekend. Uh, Sargent finishing 12th in his first ever race, um, and then Albon getting some points. Um, so I think there's a potential chance for a Williams double points this weekend. Maybe like a ninth and 10th or 8th and 10th, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting prediction. Looking um, at this, like the last race results, it looks like there's quite a few new names on here. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of rookies this year. Um, Ron, if you want to run through it, because I know you have a, you have a McLaren boy. Yeah. Of your, your new you got Oscar Piastri, who finished 20th 
because his card just broke um, in, in in short terms. Um, we got Nick DeVries racing for Afatari, Logan Sargent for Williams. Uh, who else do we have? Um, do any, there's a guy named DeVries. Do any of these guys Nick come DeVries. in with like any of these guys come in with like hype around them, or are they all just like kind of no name people? So so Nick DeVries and Oscar Priashi probably have the most hype around them, and Logan Sargent probably a tier under them. So Oscar Priashi was the Formula Two champion uh, the year before. So going into uh, this season, you know, he was kind of like uh, the Francisco Alvarez, like the, high, the highest rated prospect going into the season. Uh, Nick DeVries also has been um, like a Mercedes like reserve driver for the past few years. And he's been racing in like Formula E, which is the like the electronic the hybrid, car, electric car version of Formula version. One. And he was the champion of that. So now he has a shot in Formula One. So I would say both of them have been, you know, pretty high-ranking prospects. And Logan Sargent, um, I think, is a is a good prospect, but he's American. So that's why Williams has, you know, chosen him over some other drivers um, to capture, like, American markets and American audiences. Mm-hmm. But Logan Sargent did uh, finish the highest out of all of them last weekend, I believe. They did, yep. That's he did. True. So, you, you know, you know, maybe he'll step it up a bit and uh beat these other two this season yeah maybe he'll prove me wrong i didn't i didn't rate him too yeah. highly in, in my in our previous in our previous hold down the four prediction but let's see what happens but yeah with that do we have uh, any other final closing comments um yeah i think uh um i think maybe we can give a driver of the day prediction as well oh, um who, not instead of just a winner but who's gonna have you know the best race from expectations um Sean Rowan, if, if one of you want to start, um, I think my driver of the day will go to Fernando Alonso. I think he's not going to have a good qualifying session. Um, actually, no, I changed my mind. I think my driver of the day is going to be Charles Leclerc. He's starting from the back. Uh, well, not from the back. He's starting pretty much like mid table, mid you know mid grid. I definitely think you know Ferrari strategy is going to be an improvement from last year, and his race pace is definitely up there. With uh, one of the top uh, top three uh, drivers on the grid right now, and he'll carve through the grid, finish mid table points, and if not, fighting for top five. So, I mean, that's a easy bet, right? Because he's like he probably has like the most upside potential based on where he starts, and then like his experience and car. Um, so I think that makes sense. I do have a question on McLaren. Like, what is up? Is their car ass? Because even Lando finished like. Second. Yeah, so basically, um, so Lando was last in front of the do not finish people. He might as well have not finished. <laughs> yeah, so basically, Lando had a, an oil leak issue where he had to pit every like 15 or 20 laps to refill his oil tank or whatever. But yeah, that seems it, sketchy. It is sketchy. Like, Oscar couldn't survive like the first 20 laps. Their car is really, their car is slow. We have an upgrade package coming in within the next few races. So I think, you know. Uh, definitely wait to see what happens, but for now we're we're definitely going to be one of the slowest on the grid. Yeah, right, my my driver of the day prediction is uh, is Leclerc. Yeah, um, I think that's a pretty good one. Um, I think if I'm not taking Leclerc, um, I kind of want to see. I kind of think Lance Stroll might surprise. I think he's getting a little bit healthier. Um, he can probably race a little bit better than last weekend, and he still did race pretty well last weekend compared to expectations um so yeah i think i think if not leclerc i think it could be lance stroll all right i'm gonna go with my german guy nico hulkenberg 
Seems like he has a good jawline, nice head of hair, and he's starting from the back. So I think he's gonna surprise a lot. Number twenty-seven. Shout hey, out. That's, that's my lucky number. Nico Hülkenberg. That's my pick of the pick of the week. That's actually very accurate to how you say his name. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking, good. Pretty I'm good. A, you're I'm an international guy. Dude. All right. Man. Man. <laughs> With that, this concludes our very first not a race uh, mini podcast episode. I've been Rohan. I am Rohan. And I'm Sean. And we'll catch you at the next race. Yo, zoom, zoom to the next episode when it's uploaded, baby.